It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're just out here stacking panics. All right, guys, doubleheader weekend at Pocono Raceway. Got my friends here, Jonathan Merriman, a.k.a. Blue Mountain Takes, and he wore a blue shirt today. Just for you. Just for me. We got our Pit Road Boats and Woes analyst, front changer for Brad Kozlowski, Mr. Ryan Flores. You didn't say anything about Merriman's boots. I was going to get to those later. And last but not least, Mr. Chuck Bush. Hi. How are we doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> before we di- hey, before we dig into double action of, I don't know, of 550 horsepower high downforce goodness, uh, I just want to do a little fan appreciation. I saw at least six Corley Joy t-shirts and. In the infield, Did you well, see that's all those t-shirts. Be a record. I didn't see one quarter of the joy t-shirt. But there was surprise. Now, no, I did see one, dude. There was so many. There was no. I'm. I'm. There was. There had to be like 15. How many trash cans they have in there? Uh, <laughs> 14. <laughs> I saw some sort of Corey LaJoy thing, and I forget what it was. But I did see a lot of shooter, shooter people walking around, too. A lot of shooter people. There was a lot of people there. Bro, packed. It was the great parking to lots, see. The aerial shots was, like, amazing. Dude, that – I mean, I, I believe it was sold out. Yeah, I mean, to be. If it wasn't, it was damn close. They said they also had to open up regular parking lots to uh, – campers i believe because all the camp spots got sold out so that's a good, good great time. to see so when we left the track so like you know how you leave the track there you can either go through the tunnel or you can go out like mm-hmm. on pit road and then around one and two and exit at the tunnel like exit past the tunnel turn there do you ever look like when we were driving around i looked that's when we could really see how full the infield was when you're driving around under the caution do you ever see like Anybody out there like flipping you off or yeah i thought i saw chuck this weekend but he wasn't <laughs> even there when me i was camping so it must have been cj because somebody had a NASCAR Productions vest on, sitting in the middle of one and two, or, or in the middle of, of turn three, and I was like, "Damn, that looks a lot like Chuck." Now I know if maybe if he's looking at me. Now I know I if if I, I I have often thought like if I wave, do they see me? And um, if, under caution, yeah, because like I'm kind of like scoping it out, getting a little drink of water. Yeah, like I'll look at like yeah. see what flags are flying in the breeze. Yeah, it's quite nice. Well, and if if you think Just about check it, out a little bit. Yeah, they all have the, the their numbers on them. So like if you if you get the numbers memorized on the vest, then you're like, oh that's CJ, oh that's Zach. That's how they. I don't know. I don't like I don't like you guys that much to memorize. <laughs> so What's weird. your number, Chuck? You know what you should do is you should get on the radio and say, hey NASCAR Productions vest so 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 and so is doing this, and they'll yank their hard card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's sticking his hand through the yeah, fence. Yeah, he's like, he's throwing stuff on the racetrack. So you take note of the flags under caution? No, I take note of the flags when I go into the infield for like the beginning of the week. Oh, okay. Or like the, you know, when you roll That's down on Saturday, I'm like looking around. Like you yeah. could see a lot in the infield this weekend when you're on the track. I was like, damn. It's packed, dude. But yeah, you'll look at the, I'll look at the flags um, every three or four laps just to see wind direction though i'll look I'll, yeah i'll check that see that's that's fascinating to me like no matter how fast you guys are going you're like oh okay flag's going that way it's a light and variable out of the southwest Spe- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice breezy southwest wind but yeah like places like kansas or uh, pocono where the wind can get whipping real hard like it'll whipping wheel hot whipping whip wheel, wheel hot. Whip, whip it whip it real good yeah uh, yeah, so like it'll change the the balance like if you start getting free in to turn three at kansas all of a sudden, you can be like, you just peek up at the flag, like, oh yeah, it's blowing from start finish line towards turn three. That's why I'm getting loose. So, speaking of wind and all this stuff in race cars, on the broadcast, if I'm not mistaken, they highlighted Blaney's car and him opening and closing the NACA duct on the side of the race car. Is that a thing? Do you do that? I've yeah. never seen it before in my life. Yep. So there's a uh, a post duct, so it's double. One goes to the driver that I believe can't be. Uh, can't have a valve on it. It's got to be open air. The other one, you do have a valve, so you can close it. It packs the air. He's more. He was in the wind tunnel. Yeah. With Stuart Haas, so he knows all that sort I of. I swear trip. that that's what caused us to win the champion. That's what. That's one of the things that we won the championship with, with Tony. Hell, it was ten years ago now, in two thousand eleven. But it used to be free range, and you'd see just Nacaducks piled in the quarter windows, and you would have elect, you know, switches. And you'd see guys just flipping switches. If you go back and watch the 2011 race from Homestead, you'll see Tony flipping a switch every corner. And what it would do is it would change from side force to down force. If you needed something else, it, it, you could shift your balance. But people got so carried away with it, and they had so many different so poses it's basically, and stuff, they took it away. It's redneck active arrow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's very primitive now what you're seeing. They turn it on. It, it's, it's just one that goes to the driver. Yeah, but. it's literally just you, you leave your A-post window open. I'm not even sure how many counts it is, puts it to the rear or not. But, like, you know, your your balance shifts so much from being behind a car to being in clean air because you want your car as loose as you can stand it in clean air because when you get behind a car, especially a Pocono with a nine-foot blade, Tighten you're going to get plowing tight. So sometimes where you can set your – if you had opportunity to set your car up to the freer side – and then you can close your valve when you're behind somebody and shift a little bit of aero balance to the front or to the back. Yeah, I'm not sure a lot of fans realize that. I mean, I've been watching this for God knows how long, and I had no idea. Now, it, I think a lot. I think that's probably a little bit more placebo effect than there is actual aero grip that <laughs> uh, is taking place. Yeah, that, that is what. Like, oh, let me shut this valve. Oh, now she's driving. Now it's good. Good. <laughs> no. I you, think, ever, you ever think they just put like a switch in there for you to like flip every now and then? Yeah, like, like this, yeah, this is the ghost switch. Yeah, it's a ghost switch. When you really need to use it, you only yeah, have 15 yeah, seconds yeah. of it. Don't use it up. A couple uh, of Tic Tacs if you get a headache. That's like yeah. the old the old school guys. They'd have a driver pitching and they'd slide in the car and hit it with a hammer. Go back out. Yeah, you fixed it. <laughs> oh, that's, didn't do that's, nothing. Just, oh, yeah. That's the, the stereotypical old man crew chief like when you're, you know, 12 year old just trying to. Complain about a bandolier not turning to get back there, like, ding, 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 try that. Oh, yeah, way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my dad did that every run I did in my bandolier. Like, just go drive the damn thing. But, yeah, you know who else was driving the damn thing? I don't know who even won on Saturday. Kyle Larson almost won. <laughs> he <Jeez>. did. That <laughs> was <laughs> wild. The guy who has been uh, doing really well almost won. Man. Until that last Now, lap. hang on, guys. Check the tape, Chuck. I believe I went. On the record, and said Kyle Larson wasn't going to win either one of yeah, these races. This but weekend. you, yeah, you definitely but, called but it down. Nothing. You but, called but it but down nothing. to the to the the blown left front tire, which yeah. we hardly mm-hmm. ever see. Uh, but how about this, Alex Bowman? I mean, he got ballsy on those restarts. He earned his money both. You days. had to, you well, had and to. holding the eighteen off. Yeah, because yeah, eighteen was right there, ready to pass him. If he didn't hold the eighteen off, fight for that, he would have run second. Well, like that's the, like uh, I passed Greg Ives. He was we kind of did like the brush shoulders past each other in, in the garage on Sunday. So, hey, you know, gave him a high five. Good, good job, man. I said, man, you know, it helps get lucky. I said, lucky? Somebody else could have been run second. Yeah. You know, like, hey, it helps to have some fortune, but you also make it. Well, he did. I mean, he did the work on the restart, but blown left front tire, which we hardly ever see. How does that even We happen? see it often at Pocono, though. I'll tell you why. Because the turn, obviously, turn three is the flattest corner on the racetrack. It's really long, so you struggle for front turn there all day long. So it helps to put your left front underneath the yellow line, and it's got like those those like curbs on the side of the highway. When you hit them, it's like wow, 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 wow. Well, there's those on the inside of turn three, and when you do that, because the left front's got a bunch of camber in it, so it eats the sidewall like where the sidewall and the tread come together. Gotcha. It eats that and it softens it up. And if you do that enough, it'll soften that up to, to where it damages the tire. And I don't know if that was the case in the fives, but that's also why we see more left front tires below Pocono than we do at but other places. one freaking turn. One turn away. Through. Let me tell you why it happened. Because Rick Allen already had a spiel, already done, wrapped up by the ed- exit of the tunnel turn. If he'd have just waited to after turn three, Chuck, he would have won. <laughs> and he would have blown that tire into turn one. But the fact that Rick Allen laid the whole thing out, no legend has ever won four in a row. At Henry, whatever. He jinxed him. He jinxed him. It is and the that broadcaster stuff is jinx. real. Oh. And we saw it happen on Saturday. It's like you don't talk about a perfect game or a no-hitter in baseball. Not while it's going on. Yeah, you absolutely don't because it's, it's going to end the next pitch. And that's exactly what we saw happen. You hate to see it, but at the same time, he was still a strong car and he's still. But he didn't win. Guy, two, yeah. Two points out of the regular season points lead. Still the guy to beat, I yeah. would say. Talk about yeah. Denny Hamlin. Three weekends in a row. Pit on the last lap. Had to pit on the last lap. Now, Jeez so he, Louise. He pitted on the last lap at Nashville for Lugnut. What was the week prior to that? All-Star uh, race? No, Sonoma, I think, is what he was talking about. No. Did he have to do it at Sonoma, The too? All-Star race, they pitted on the last oh, lap. Oh, yeah, so that's what For Lugnut as well. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. So they pitted, they pitted in Nashville for Lugnut? Yeah. And hell, Kyle Busch, I mean... He's whipping y'all's ass with one gear and no gas. <laughs> that word, that played right in yeah. his hands. What do y'all yeah. do? Yeah. Well, he topped off, right, because he knew he had to start tail in, so he couldn't maintain his track position. Did he have – did he have – like, different years, he just didn't have a shift. He had fourth gear. No, he just had fourth gear. He was on and off pit road in fourth gear. Somehow didn't burn the clutch out of it. Well, you can, you can modulate that. I mean, he doesn't have superhuman abilities. I don't know. He has – Exceptional human ability. It looked not like days of thunder with the guys pushing it. Give me high gear. 
Yeah, the linkage is twisted. <laughs> yeah. Well, the linkage was not twisted because Kyle Busch was able to save enough fuel. And Ryan and I were talking on the way down here. I kind of like a good old-fashioned flu, 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 flu fuel. Mollard. A flu mauler race. Yep. Chuck, was it exciting to watch um, at home or no? I think fuel mileage races are interesting because it's like, is he going to run out? Is he not going to run out? I was listening to part of it. Occasionally. You don't want him every week. No. 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 But Pocono's a good – Pocono is a great place for it to happen. Yeah. We had two really exciting finishes, I felt like. But like and I you, thought so, too. You heard it on the broadcast. And I forgot who it was. They called into pit road and was like, is he going to pit? Are they doing this as strategy to get him to pit and get other people to pit? Chase Elliott did that and then blew a tire. Yeah. But the strategy behind it to me is fascinating. Granted, I don't want to see it every week, but it seems to happen a lot more at Pocono. In the Xfinity series, they uh, talking about pit strategy. They were I forget who they were talking to, but somebody came over the radio. They were like, "Well, I think this guy's going to pit because he just threw his water bottle out the window." <laughs> yeah, like, that's a tell. Jeez. Yeah, it's like picking up on the tell of a pitcher's curveball. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean that's that stuff happens. Like if you don't think about it. Now, if you're if you're the guy running 14th, like who cares what strategy to toss your window and an ice pack out because you're about to get another one. But like, uh, yeah, like if you're in the top five, those guys know. Like those guys aren't like those guys are using code words. Those guys are not showing their hand, like throwing their water bottles out. Like those guys will do it last minute and and, and figure it out. We've had when Austin first started driving the Xfinity car, he didn't know to throw his water bottle out. Before he got the pit road. Say that again? He, oh, what kind of bottle? His water bottle. Okay. Water, 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 water bottle. bottle. I was in New Jersey this weekend. Water. But he threw it out like five stalls away because he forgot. And it slid like right under our feet. Like it landed right in the middle of our pit box. And our jackman busted his ass on it. I was like, oh my. It's something you don't think about. Talk about yeah. the irony. Banana peel action. Yeah, no kidding. I have, a, I have a bone to pick with Chuck, though, about his band name, if we want to get to that. Uh, yes, please. I mean, are we done talking about Pocono? I mean, no, we, no but the- we might as well. Look, so Chuck named his band Dog Ear, right? His drummer's name, his last name was Jaeger. Chuck's first name is Chuck. Chuck Jaeger is the first man to break the sound barrier. Why wouldn't you name your band Chuck Yeager? Maybe they didn't put that much thought into it. Well, I mean, really this is maybe they had a couple cold beers and a Goodyear Eagle decal and figured out their name like that. That is exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, they gave out some contingency stickers. It was like, uh, hmm, Goodyear. What can I spell with Goodyear? Uh, dog ear. We'll go with that. Great. Well, make sure Great you go back band. and bleep that before I post this <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ben. We, we don't have the explicit rating on... Uh... Let's get this train back we on do, the rails. I like to make sure the kids can listen. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What do we have? Oh, we, I, I, let, let me just... Uh, well, not the, Let me give a little recap of my weekend, shall we? Because everybody's like, oh, you don't talk about yourself? No. So here we go. Did they say that? Yes, people do. And hang on. Let me add to this fan appreciation. At least... 25 people this weekend said they listened to the podcast. Which is up from the 10 from the week before. Right. So we're doubling. We are doubling oh, our downloads per week. So thanks for the support, guys. And thank you for yelling at me through the fence uh, to keep stacking pennies. And here we are, another week of content goodness. Um, Saturday, we had a decent car, really tight. Um, I got to racing with the 30. It was a restart. Um, I'm sure everybody saw me cartwheeling down the front stretch. I just happened to spin out four times and hit the wall every single spin. I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> Me and TJ, the owner, were, were laughing because it's like whenever they show Jimmy's save at Dover on how to spin and not hit the wall, they're going to show the antithesis <laughs> of that and show how to hit the wall. Every single spin on the racetrack will be my Pocono. So when some guys got jammed up, I tried to roll the middle because I had somebody in my left rear. And there was at the three quarter mark, I thought I was clear. Um, and I looked in the mirror and I realized I was not clear. I was really close to being clear, but not close enough. And I was anticipating a little bit of a break cut to me by the 38, but he was not going to cut me a break. Stayed on my right quarter and turned us both into the fence. Ended essentially ended our day. Swapped over to a, a backup car, which good thing. Um, Good thing we had, I don't know, 24 hours to swap that thing around. Did you stay there the whole time? I stayed there to the bitter end, my friend. Um, you know, I, we're we're down a couple hands on our road crew just because we're a small team run lean. So I feel like I had a hand in doing the damage, so I ought to have a hand in fixing it. 
If not, Big Grand would have had his foot up my ass. So, yeah, I left the garage at 10.45 p.m. on Saturday night, walked over to the dealer lot where I left my car, and sure enough, that son of a bitch was towed. <laughs> <laughs> so just it was raining and it was pouring and the old man was snoring. Um, luckily, I found my car the next day. And all was good. I where heard where, yeah, where'd they tow it to? No clue. I had to send the PR lady to go get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. So here's my keys. Oh, go drive my car, move. please. We're, yeah. we're a small team, but I would have sent this lady to <laughs> my car. I want to work on this race car. So wait, find thanks, wait, Leanne. Wait, Thank wait. You. you had a hand in, in wrecking the car, so you figured you'd stay and, and get that fixed. You also had a hand in getting your tar towed. Your my, car towed. My tar towed. Your tar towed. Your car towed, but you did See, hang on, hang on. This is why we didn't plan on recording on Mondays because we can't say nothing right. Pick your spots to be a big shot. Well, here's the beauty of it. I've got an extra day to edit those out. Oh, perfect. (laughs) So I can clean it up or leave it in, whichever one. I think we leave it in. When you crashed, we were in pit stall like, you know, 32. We were down there towards the end. So, like, I was sitting – the pit – I was sitting where the pit box was blocking the view, and then I just hear a crash, and I'm just kind of sitting there. It's like – and then it, you stop like right in my sight, and I'm like, you. I wonder who's wrecking. And I'm like, huh, it's Corey. And I looked at my dad because my dad was there, and I'm like, you. He's like, what? I said, it's Corey. And he goes, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and then I saw who did it. Yeah, we. And that's it. my nemesis. Yep. Oh yeah. Speaking of, you have a good. You have a good. That uh, is literally story. why the same exact thing. Why I don't like that kid. We were running that. During COVID, running, running that, that I racing. serious ass I racing street stock league. Re- refreshed by Coke. You're, like, you're that pissed off, but really like. No, no, it's about how no. the rest transpired. So, like, it was that league, like, with, like the Tim Duggar, Dale Jr. replacements. So, like, all those guys take it pretty serious. So, when you're in there, you don't want to be the guy that ruins the race for everybody. Like, I'm, I can run fifth to eighth. I'm okay, but I can't win the thing. But I'm running, like, fifth, and... We were racing street stocks at Phoenix, and remember, what, like it was yesterday. Everybody's too wide, like the way that that works. Like Let's one lane goes, and this <laughs> this guy would get you would get a run, but no one would stick everybody three wide except him. He was the only one, and he'd just smash you up the track and then go to the next. You lane. think Senior wouldn't have done the same thing if he'd have been computer racing? Senior would have been computer racing. <laughs> that's that's a little question. Computer racing. <laughs> he ain't computer racing. But anyway, he, the kid was just. The way he just he's supposed he to be really just, good in that racing though. Yeah, he wasn't that good. But if Corey anyway, if Corey would have asked, I would have told him that he would have hung on his quarter. If there's one guy that can hang on your quarter, it's him. Now I put us in the predicament to initiate the crash, but I have been in a in a precarious situation like that several other times, and guys have cut me break have have like been like, okay, we're both in a bad spot. It's either me dump it, or we both wreck and. When, we live to fight another day, or you stay in there when neither one of you have position, and you crash. How did he wreck the next day? He just drove through the. I don't think he lifted in the tunnel turn, just yeah. flat sided it. Oh, it's okay. like lap one or two. <laughs> yeah, it was just straight in the wall. Granted, it was a backup car, so you don't know if they missed the gaps and things on the split or whatever. But yeah, I, he was like two cars in front of me, and next thing I know, he was buried in the fence. So day two, you and your other buddy just can't get away from each other, yeah. even though this wasn't. Anybody? This was, this yeah, was so sat, Sunday we had a little accordion action there on a restart. Man, those restarts were so wild. You, I mean, you can't see anything in front of you, right? All you see is spoiler. And you have to be tight because you're, all your momentum is formed from just pushing on the guy in front of you to get your lane uh, just, I guess, tight enough to get position on the inside lane. Like four cars up, it was, I don't know who was in front of the 41, hit the fence. And it was just the accordion 41 hitting the back of that guy, 43. And then I was the last car to the train, right, and smashed into the the back of the 43. And it was enough damage to push his left rear quarter panel, I believe, into his tire. And it knocked, put a big hole in my nose. So it, was, it essentially ruined our day. But, yeah, you know, I think there is a magnet of sorts to the, to the 43 and the 7 car this year. I don't like it. But, uh, you know, hey, racing is racing. And – the same people generally run into the same people, or that's how rivalries are formed because we're relatively the same speed, running between 18th and 23rd. Joey and, you know, Tony had their thing, and they were running second to fifth, right? Like, you you are 
you're parked next to the same people on points. You race around the same people on the racetrack. You see them around the garage area because you're all in the same little area. It's not a bad thing for the fans, though. No, I love, I love. It's Rob good. Works. You need I, it. I'll tell you this. He's been. We've been flying with RPM, and uh, Eric Jones has been on our plane. And if you get down to a point where you have to fight him, make sure he doesn't have his dog. Yeah, that's a big. Because <laughs> he's got a big ass dog. German been Shepherd. On our, yes, and it's it sits by the snacks on the plane, and I'm nervous to go get the snacks. <laughs> you on the afraid plane. of dogs? <laughs> that dog, I'm a little nervous of, and yeah. then I don't know if he knows I'm friends with Corey, so I don't know if he's gonna bite me. Yep, he's trained him. So he's not getting up to grab the bugles when old over uh, over under. What's the the real realistic tally? No, is it realistic to have have Eric in studio? Have you guys sit down and just Oprah your shit out? No, it's not to that nice. point. Yeah, okay, not there. No. When it Wait, is, do you want to be the Oprah Mary? I want to be like, the Do you want to sit Phil. in yeah, the middle? I do. Now, what Cash kind of out. thoughts are going Cash through me your outside, brain, Corey? <laughs> How about that? How about that? <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? No, there'll be none of that. I mean, I do think. Look, I think there's a market for like awkward conversations in NASCAR to just blindly bring both of you guys into a room and maybe not on my show. Make that's sure it's a, a friend. If you have a show and you want to ask me, <laughs> yeah. I'll come on your show. My show don't need awkward. See, the thing is, Merriman, you're going to have to come up with a good name for it, so it's not that obvious. You can't call it awkward hey. conversations. <laughs> hey, we'd like to get Corey on awkward conversations with Jonathan. Yeah, no. oh, gosh. like. That would be the the between two ferns. I can see you doing that. Between two disgruntled drivers. Could you just imagine, like, if you brought in, I don't know, who are Kyle Bush and Joey right now because they were beefing because Kyle said something about that. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't go over so hot. No. That'd be worse than the Kyle Bush, Todd Bodine. Oh, yikes, man. Chuck, did you see that? The pre race of the truck race? I did not. Is he a TH, Todd, or is he a T? A t- is he a T-O-D-D? Onion. T-O-T-D. T-O-D-D. T-O-D-D. Yeah. It's like there's a Todd and then there's a Thod. T-H-O-D. Who's a Thod? Who is a Thod? There's a Thom. 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 I know Thoms, yes. Right. I used to work with a guy. What the hell are you talking about? With an H. I'm serious. I don't know what you Don't you have to go? Get out of here. time for you. It's time for Pit Road Boats and Woes and time to ship Merriman Ice Cold. Before he goes, I had a question that you brought up earlier about the fans that I wanted to ask this. You know, like a lot of shows, they have names for their fans. Are your fans on this show the coin purse? No, that's a terrible name, Chuck. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? We know your about... allegiance lies to the glass holes. No, I'm just saying, like you know, like you stack pennies, like no, you you put all your loose change in your ashtray or something like that. Call them the ash holes. <laughs> oh no, gosh. I appreciate the fans who pull from me. I'm not. I'm. This is like Maybe a badge of honor. A, Maybe like I'm we saying a badge of honor. Name right yeah. here on the show. But oh. I thought about shoesies, shoeies. Mm, yeah, shoeies. Shoeies are good. Um, you know, I think I have to get the fans. Yeah, you got to get their input like, because I can't call them something they don't want to be called. Exactly. They need to name themselves. That's where I was getting to. Yeah. Was that since you know the things growing like the fans? That's like, like giving yourself a nickname, you right? Know, you but can't do that. But I'd like for the fans to maybe like say what they think would be a good, you know, the stack holes. Not going with anything based off of another show. That What's is your on NASCAR? infatuation with holes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Golly. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I went camping, so. <laughs> oh, the piggy bank crew or something like yeah. that. There you go. Uh, no, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like you know, like on uh, Dan Patrick's show, like he calls his, you know, his fans have names and stuff like that. So, I'm just saying. Just throwing uh, why, it out there. Why not just call him by their name? Dave. <laughs> Jim. It's Terry. Yeah, it's Terry. He's yeah, a fan, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. thanks. So yeah. every fan of this show, just wear your name on your shirt. <laughs> All the time. And we'll yeah, know. Yeah. Or subscribe and leave a comment and yeah. a five-star review. Which there have been some nice ones, so keep leaving those and keep rating and reviewing. Even yeah, though we're I not ending the leave. show, normally do this at the well, end. While we're all in a very cheery mood, I wanted to bring up an idea that I had. I wanted. I feel like we should name a penny stacker of the week and give some sort of recognition uh-huh. to somebody who was stacking pennies. Not that I have anybody in mind. I just thought that we should make a segment. I, who would who would be your penny stacker of the week? Oh, I don't like. Are you talking about like a like a could be a fan? Could be your Amazon delivery yeah, guy. I, I'll tell you who stacked a bunch of pennies a week is Pocono Raceway. That'd be my penny stacker of the week because they crushed the it. The Dolsky family. I like it. Merriman, who's your penny stacker of the week? Uh, I don't know. I don't really pay that much attention. Well, I'm not. So I, I do have somebody in mind because Alex LeBay, Xfinity Series driver. 
I saw some uh, stat that he's finished top 20, I don't know, like eight or nine weeks in a row. That deserves the penny stacker of the week for me. Mr. Penny Stack. But as you pointed out, he's Canadian, so he doesn't have pennies. He uses no, what do they Canadian have? Canadian like coins. Pesos? What do they have? Yeah. I uh, yeah. uh, think the uh, wrong way, <laughs> but maybe. No, we'll skip pennies. Okay. I feel like they're worth more than whatever they have for currency. Chuck, who's your penny stacker of the week? Again, I was camping, so I did not. Oh, you were actually being I w- serious. I, no, I was literally, I was being serious. It, it worked out that it was a great joke and uh, the timing was perfect. <laughs> Honestly, to me, I know he's, it's not really a stacking pennies. Penny's thing, but that whole 18 crew and just the way Sunday they put everything together to overcome an obstacle. Yeah, that's who I'll go with. I'll go with the car chief since you didn't like my suggestion. You're a little salty last night. I was. I apologize I, Chuck, uh, for that earlier. I uh, I will go with the car chief for <laughs> jumping in the window of the 18 car. That's your penny stacker. That's of the week. my penny stacker of the week. I'm going to go with the uh, we can add one more extra credit penny stacker. The fuel man because they only had a couple pennies left in the old gas tank of the 18 car. And Kyle Busch is fast on the racetrack, but also good at saving fuel. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. All right, guys, brand new racetrack for the Cup Series. Not so new to the Xfinity Series, but first time Cup cars are going to Road America. I feel like you've been there before. I have. I think we were on second there. With who? Um, Maybe Alex Tagliani. Oh, man. There had to be some damage repaired. No, he was good. He Dude, was that like, guy yeah. smashed into everything. Not when I worked for him. I only did it twice, and he was good. Dude, he looked like Tony Stark, that guy. He he was he was a stud. He walked in the trailer, and he goes, "Wow, you're some big guys." <laughs> well, yeah, he got five feet tall. And he was like wanting to take a picture with our gas man or Jackman. He's like, "Take picture!" Like he was so. Dude, I about I about wiped out my uh, Jackman this weekend. Why? What'd you do? Well, I was pitted right in front of Joey. I didn't want to block him in, so I wanted to go deep in the box. So I rolled in there a little bit fast, and I kind of wasn't paying attention. I was kind of looking at the. At the front changer off Joey's car, when he like pulled the right front, yeah. out, and I didn't want to go, I didn't want to hit it. it. So as I did, I was peeking left, like left eye at the at the front tire off Joey's car. I was about ten feet deeper than I expected to be. I'm like, oh shit! And Tig, my Jackman, jumped over the hood and gracefully Jacked nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I I've always wondered that, and maybe you can answer this. So like, there's guys now where like. You go and take what's yours. Like, they'll cut you close. Mm. How, like, if there's, how much do you key, can you key, how much can you see, like, a front changer out there? How how in danger am I putting myself? Very much so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, granted, I feel like the majority of us are decent human beings where you don't, you try to give some room. And some pit, uh, some pit boxes are better than others. The, the real long ones allow us to go open up that entry a little bit, but... Like, there's got to be times where the left side of my car can't be more than a foot off the front changers. I got the the worst one I got was McMurray um, at the Coke because Charlotte's got really tight pit stalls. Yep. Coke 600 one year. Um, I was just taking. We were at the 21, and I was just taking it, getting like getting there and getting down, and getting started to work. And he was like two or three cars behind us, and he took my left leg with his wheel opening the backside of his wheel opening and drug it like a foot 
Mm. Just took my foot and drug it. Yeah. Dang. But that was the worst one. And then like, but Harvick, Harvick was bad. Dale Jr. was a little bad, but then I started just running to like my spot and he'd go around me. Yeah. I think Harvick and Mojo. If nobody's out there, you can aim for the right front fender, the next guy. Yeah. But generally speaking, like if it, if I, if they're already out there, I'm definitely edging on the side of caution, like make sure there's two feet or so. Cause yeah, there's automatic. some tracks, you know, where you're going to be in for it. Like you'll know, you know, this weekend, um, your teammate was in front of us both races mm. in the first day. Um, so they, they have, like, they had a couple less people behind the wall, but you'll have to, with the way this stop is, you have to get the rear hose out there pretty far because the carrier runs around the front of the car and then kind of steps in the hose. So if it's tight, they'll get tangled up in it. Mm. Well, they were leaving a lot of slack out there and Brad actually drove over the hose leaving and ripped it. Really? Yep. And they had to, they had to use the front, front, hose, front gun to finish, to finish the stop. stop. Yeah. Huh. Which I was impressed with the guy on the rear of the 77 because he's a left, lefty. I was like, look at this guy. Lefty Doing just it. getting after it. How did you – do you look at people when they're doing it and see if, like – Well, he was, like, pitted off sequence. I'm like, somebody just got the gun in his left hand. Because that's a hard thing. It's a, it's not often you see a left-handed tire changer. Why? Uh, because most tire changers are right-handed. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, the mechanics of it really – you know, I think everybody – you're a left-hand. You're a lefty, but most people are that's not. That's why I drive. Yeah, but – that's why you I drive. Knew, yeah, I knew that's I was why gonna you, make you're going to be a tire changer. Right, because I'm left-handed. Uh, so the way that most of the mechanics are set up with like the the mechanics of the of the stop with the, where the hose is and everything is kind of based off of right-handed tire changer. Hmm. So when you see a guy that does it left-handed, it's just different. But there's some things that it helps, like when you pull the tire, the way, the way you do some of that. I feel like we didn't even talk about Justin Algar filling in for Justin Haley this weekend. Justin Haley, Chuck, had a monster of a lick. In, on, on that Sunday morning Xfinity Series race. And um, and I seen him after the race. He came in the hauler before the race and was all good, but the team just wanted to, you know, take a little precaution. Obviously, the Xfinity Series championship is his priority to try to win over there for colleagues. So they just didn't – they aired on the side of caution, let him rest up a little bit, and, and it was cool to see old Justin Algar back on the cup grid. Um, he had a pit road whoa. He missed his pit stall the first stop. Did he? I was like, where is he going? Yeah. Well, maybe he was right looking through. for the number seven. Maybe the boxes. Maybe the brakes don't work as good in the Xfinity car or something. No, they and he had a he missed the box in the Xfinity car. No, he rolled in deep and then he just like missed the stall. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Well he he was like three foot long. They oh. had to pull him back. I hate it when that and happened. If, but there's also somebody said because it was a fuel only. So he might have not been trying to slide his tires. Maybe. So that I see that happen quite a bit where guys We're gonna see a lot of uh probably no tire stops this weekend. It's backwards fuel. pit stops this Backwards. Weekend. So you'll see a lot of stuff this weekend. And you'll see big mistakes. What one thing that you can see um that you'll see at backwards pit stops is gas cans getting drugged down pit road. Really? That is something that you see at Watkins Glen it it People kind of know that it happens now, so you might not see it, but I would say that in one of the series racing this weekend, you will see a gas can go down pit road. What's the difference? Uh, so you're so used to when the car leaves it going one way and you're standing mm. on the inside of the can. Now when it's leaving, you're the other way and it gets stuck, especially with these Schultz fuel heads, how they, how they fit. And when they get stuck, you can't get them out and they're going. Mm. So it's just... Like I said, you're doing something completely on the opposite side of your body. Another thing that you can see this weekend is tires getting away. That could be a big thing. But, yeah. you know, I, I feel like you obviously want to be good, but this is one of those deals where Just you want to get the job done right, you know, and you, you might be able to give up a half second if you get the job done right the first time. So do you guys just practice backward stops just this week or do you practice some weeks in advance? Uh, we, we have just, we would just do this week. Yeah. So like, Today, Monday morning, you're doing backward stops. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So, and you do but Tuesday, one thing, Thursday, Tuesday one thing Wednesday, like, Thursday? Uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. One thing like Austin has going for him is his pit crew, they only do, like, they're our backup guys, so they have been practicing. They have another week of practicing under their belt because they hadn't raced this week. Hmm. So they started doing some, some backwards practice stops last week. So I think he can be really strong this weekend. He's got a strong pit crew. He's got a good team, so and he's got a lot of laps around there. Austin Cinder has a lot of laps, so be sure to be watching the old – what's he, 33 this the weekend? 33 America flag. America. He'll be a tough one to beat. Is it hard for you 
doing pit stops when it's backwards like that, like where, where you're used to? Man, I haven't done a backward stop. We haven't been to Watkins Glen in two years because we didn't go last year. Don't get your right side too close to the wall. Yeah. It seems like that's what people tend to do. Yeah, it's easy to do because it's just so far away. You got to tell yourself to be outside and start like – because your right side's always going to be up against the right side line on a normal stop. So instead of that, it's going to be you sitting towards the line. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I probably should do some pit road practice somewhere, but I don't have anywhere to do Come it. Come over doing my iRacing rig. I can do that. Yeah. I'm going to have to do a lot of iRacing this week uh, to get used to – I think it's 14 corners maybe, Road America. None of which I have memorized, so it should be an interesting day. It's gonna be. I heard it's gonna be a hell of a party. I heard there's gonna be a lot of people there. I would hope so. I mean, July Fourth weekend, no matter where we're at, but we're going to Road America first Cup race. It's got a potential to have a lot of traffic. If they keep having more races like they had this weekend with people in the infield, you're gonna have to see the helicopters start coming back for sure. I'm gonna start awesome. working that in like the Dale Junior clause, like. Yeah, I want painted side skirts and helicopter rides to Martinsville. That's what's <laughs> going to be my next contract negotiations. And there you have it. Opportunity for some pit road boats and woes here at Road America this weekend. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, Mayorman, it's time to talk a little e-NASCAR. I know you're the aficionado, and this is refreshed by Coca-Cola. I could sure use an ice-cold Coke. But right now, hit me with some iRacing knowledge. All right, so we're going to uh, Road America this weekend. When? uh, Tuesday night. So by the time you listen to this. It already happened. It has already happened, but you can go to NASCAR's YouTube page and watch the replay. Bobby Zielinski probably going to win the race. He's just – he kills everybody at road courses. Uh, he did lose at Coda because he got taken out in the first uh, corner. Mitchell mm-hmm. DeJong won there. Should be a one-two battle between those guys, but I can almost guarantee you if, if Zelensky stays clean, he's going to clean everybody's clock. Tuesday nights around 8.30, they have a pre-show uh, on, and I think the next couple of weeks you know, we have some iRacing events coming up. So uh, Tuesday nights at 8.30 on NASCAR's YouTube page. We got a guest coming on. How is he going to stack up? Uh, I think if, if you look at, at Zach Novak's chances, I mean, they can't write anybody off. Crazy stuff can happen. I mean, you know, you're in the middle of a hornet's nest in some of these races, right? There's a lot of runoff at uh, at this racetrack, Road America, that we're going to. So a lot of things can happen. But, look, I think if you if you talk to, to Novak, I think goal number one is to get inside the top 20 in points because that keeps him in the show for next season. So it's all I think about he's, the show. He's racing for 2022. Well, Let's wait no longer. Let's get him on the show. Let's welcome Zach Novak, who was the 2019 Coke Series champion, if everybody recalls him. It was a very sentimental moment. I remember recalling that video where he wins the championship at home said, and his grandmother's at the house, his mom's hugging him. They're all crying. Man, Zach, you won 40 grand. Welcome to Stacking Pennies. Happy to have you on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, buddy. Now, I want to ask you this. You won the championship when it paid 40 grand to win. What are you trying to do to get that hundred grand? Now they bumped up that purse. Now Coke's involved. Well, um, it's going to take a lot. 
there's already 10 different winners this year, so it's going to be really tough. But, um, you know, if we can somehow sneak out a win in these last three races or four races, um, then I think we have a chance. But uh, it's, it's been tough these last two years, year and a half uh, since I won that championship. Uh, the cars change a lot. The tire tire change a lot. And just a lot of stuff changed that kind of threw me for a loop all last year. Um, and then this year I started kind of getting back in a rhythm and, uh, we're fighting towards the top 20 in points right now, but, uh, it, it's been a little bit of a struggle for sure. Well, what people don't realize, and I feel like, like, cause on, on, in the pro invitational races, that is a, that is a locked setup. So you can't get in there and mess with anything for the, for, for the Coke iRacing series, that stuff is wide open. So it's really yeah. and truly who had, who on your team, uh, you know, has the best setup really to, uh, to best win. So like, in like, who do you do all your own stuff? Do you have people that you, that help you try to figure out the best setup for any given week? Yeah. So I, um, we obviously have all of our, our E-NASCAR teams. So I drive for Richmond raceway and, um, you know, we have Roush Fenway and, um, with our esports and Joe Gibbs racing, et cetera. Um, but those are more so sponsor and, um, I guess, what's the word like branding affiliate. Yeah. Branding stuff. Um, but we have like behind the scenes teams. Uh, so in my case, I, I work with, uh, Jimmy Molas, Taylor Hurst and Corey Vincent, who are all other, uh, Coke series drivers and, uh, we, we all work, um, every week to, to build the cars and, and prepare them. And, um, they're, they're a huge help to me. Taylor is the, the guy that does a majority of the setup stuff. Um, I'm not as smart as he is, uh, when it comes to that, but I try. Um, and, and I think we work really, really well together. I've been working with them since, uh, you know, 2018. So, uh, they, they were a huge help for me when I did win that championship. And, um, we, we, like I said, we just work really well together and, uh, there's a lot of teams, you know, behind the scenes that do the same thing we do. So you won that championship, like you mentioned to 2019, the payout for that was 40 grand. So what does a 17 year old kid at that time spend that 40 grand on? <laughs> a lot of dumb things. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what can... are those things? Tell the listeners. Um, just a lot of a lot of useless stuff like I, I can't recall anything that like specific you know that that i bought that uh was dumb but it's just a lot of things that are useless and and i don't need but i just want because i'm 17 years old and i'm i'm thinking to myself well i might as well buy it if i want it and it's just it, it's it's dumb but luckily i i you know, over the past year and a half, I've gotten a little bit smarter with my money. Um, so a lot of that, uh, money that I have I, or that I got, I still have luckily, but, um, you know, the, 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 the lesson I wish I, I knew when I did win that money is, uh, how to invest and how to save better. But, uh, I, I was 17, so I guess you couldn't really expect that much. Now I was just sitting here doing some quick math. Had you bought forty thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin or Dogecoin or mm. Dogecoin, mm. you would probably be on a yacht somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah, but you know, I actually I brought that up to my dad like recently, actually, probably within the last like two months. Of if I put all of my money into Bitcoin, I'd be like rich right now. It would no, you'd 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 have about one hundred sixty grand. Did the quick math because it was about eight thousand well, dollars coin back then. But yes, you would have more money than compared you to do. forty grand. It'd, it'd be pretty rich. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true, Merriman. I know you guys. I know you watch these guys each and every week. So, how do you like Zach's chances leading into the playoffs here? Well, I mean, going into Road America, you know, Bobby Lizen Bobby Zelensky, if I can get his name right. I mean, he's the gold standard. I think. You know, Zach. My question for you is: How do you how do you balance a playoff run versus a top twenty spot? Because tell the people listening who might not be, you know, that that up to speed on the Coca Cola I Racing series. If you don't make the top twenty in points, what does that mean for the next year leading up to to next year's series? That top twenty in points locks you in. 
Yeah. So I actually went through this last year. Um, I finished 21st in points last year. So I had to go through the pro series, which is a, um, series that runs over the winter. It's, it's typically six to eight races. Um, so it's a pretty short season. Um, but it, it'll run typically from like mid December to, to late January, early February, maybe. Um, and that uses the Xfinity series cars. So it's a whole different, whole different beast than, than what the Coke series is. Um, and you have to finish top 20 in points in that to requalify for the Coke series. So, um, like I said, I, I had to go through that last year. Luckily I requalified. Um, but it, 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 like I said, it's a whole different beast. It's, it's a completely different series, completely different car. Um, so it doesn't really like train you that well for the Coke series, but, uh, it definitely helped me get some of my confidence back. Uh, last year was a, a big learning curve for me and it was a humbling year, so, uh, with how much I struggled. So, so when, when you're lining up at road America this weekend and say it's a green, white checker restart, and you're in the middle of the hornet's nest. What do you, what do you do? What goes through your mind? Cause you know, you know, you're sitting there right in 21st place. Top 10 finish would be great. Could probably bump you up a couple spots and points. How do you play it? Is that on your mind every week? Not knowing that you don't want to go through that, that road to pro again. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say, uh, one of my best qualities as a racer, uh, since I was a little kid was points racing. I, uh, I value a good finish when I know I can't win on a, on a particular week, um, over throwing a Hail Mary for a win. So, um, you know, like just, just being consistent and, and trying to, uh, get the most out of your day is, is probably, uh, the way I would approach it. So in that case, um, I would just try it, like I said, and, and get everything I can. And if a 12th place or, or whatever it may be is whatever I can, uh, get, then that's what I can get. Um, I definitely think in my current situation, the playoffs are, uh, a long shot. So, uh, at this point, you know, staying in the top 20 is the main goal, and then and then we'll go from there. That's what we like to call stacking e-pennies, Merriman. <laughs> stacking, stacking Dogecoin. Well, well, Zach, I appreciate you jumping on the show. Before you leave, every guest we ask a couple would-you-rathers. I asked this, I believe, to William Byron. So the first question, for your next Coca-Cola iRacing Series event, would you rather – Race with a PlayStation controller or the keyboard arrows? I'd say a controller because you can modulate it a little bit better. So, Number two, would you rather race as Mario Kart characters on iRacing or iRacing characters on Mario Kart? I'd probably say Mario Kart characters on iRacing. That'd be pretty fun. You throw a shell at Zelensky this weekend, you get that sweet (laughs) win, you're in the playoffs. That'd be pretty fun. Well, hopefully you throw something. Hopefully you throw a Hail Mary, like you said. I know you don't like to throw those, but you get that thing in the show. Good luck at Road America this weekend, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. There you have it. There's the E-NASCAR segment, refreshed by Coca-Cola. All right, guys. I know you couldn't wait for us to get back, and here we are. We got a couple Japquat races, and you have also... Some heads or tails. We're going to Road America this week. Jonathan, please hit me with some Blue Mountain takes. Some Blue Mountain takes. Well, you want to get into jackpot races first? And we'll make some bad picks? Yes, please. All right. Group one, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Mark Truex Jr., Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin. Pretty stacked. Who are you picking in group one of jackpot races? I don't know who has raced at Road America in that group before. I feel like Chase has in the Xfinity Series. A lot of guys, I think, haven't made laps there, or they have, and I just don't know about it. But You want to know what I think has probably the best shot that's not in Group 1 that people are going to roll their eyes when I say their name? Michael McDowell has a win there in the Xfinity Series. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to be tough. He's, I mean, let's see. I'm going to go with – I'll go with Chase just because I picked him to win every road course race this year. <laughs> yeah, and he has a – he's won one, rained out. Dakota. Hey, he was gifted one there. Or else Kyle Larson would have won that one too. Chuck, who do you got there? Um Ah oh, man, Larson's tough to tough to go against. I'm gonna go Larson. Yeah, I don't know if I'd love that Larson pick this week. Who you got? Larson. I don't. I mean, I, there's no. There's, there's no, no race no you feel bet, bet against him. No, like when, ride him when he's hot. 
He, yeah. he was gonna. He was had a shot to win Daytona Road Course. Yep. Yeah, shot to win Coda in the rain. Yep. He won Sonoma, and uh, that's true. He's gonna be good here. Cliff's got that thing dialed in. Cliff does have that thing dialed in. I don't know. Joey Joey runs well there. He's run there in a, a Xfinity car before, so you know. Hey, and the nineteen car is gonna be hard in that. I don't That's know. why them guys are good. They make the big bucks. All right, group two: Byron, Blaney, Bush, Harvick, Bowman. I don't know. Willie B is a pretty good road racer, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him. Bush, as in Kyle Bush. Yeah, Kyle Bush. Yeah. With all four gears. With all with all four gears, with maybe four overdrive gears. too. <laughs> group three. Group three: Keselowski. I uh, heard his changer's not going to be very good this weekend. Kurt Busch, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Austin Dillon. That was very mean. It was, but this is, we're all friends here. Kislowski was a good road racer. Backwards pit stops. <laughs> Pork chop sandwiches. Kislowski, <laughs> Brad can be good. Michael McDowell's all the way in group four. Yeah, but I like Christopher Bell in that last group, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because Bell. he's got a win there in the Xfinity Series. Well, does he? Yeah. yeah, he does. Really? Yeah, I mean, and the, and the Daytona Road Course winner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Chris Bell hammered the 20 this weekend and probably got pretty good odds, too. Uh, Yeah, he's plus 3,500. What's, what's McDowell? McDowell is in group four, and he is plus sixty six hundred. Mm. Is there that, so that's the one. only that's the only ones? No, I mean there's a bunch of them. I'd pick yeah, Austin. Austin there. Austin Cedric. I think, think that'd be a good Austin? pick. He has that's NA gonna be a good pick. Odds, yeah. Non applicable odds. He's good there. He's right there. He's got no odds. No odds. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna be he was strong yeah. at Coda. He's a good road racer. I mean, that's kinda what kind of his thing. It's There's going to be a bunch of guys. I mean, yeah. and only one of them can win. So it's head true. Your, it's true. Head your tails. Um, first week in the past six weeks that a car not built in the Hendrick Motorsport Stable was in victory lane. Um, but a driver and, built in the Hendrick Stable was. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Wow. Rick, your fingerprints are all over this place. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> now, you could argue. He started with Roush, though, right? Yes, Kyle. yeah, he's been everywhere. But you could argue that Miss that Coach Joe really molded Kyle Busch into the gentleman that we see today. Oh. Uh, okay, so heads or tails? Hendrick versus Gibbs this weekend, Road America. I'm gonna go with Hendrick. Yeah, taking Chevys right now. Going Hendrick. It's hard to beat Hendrick right now. Um, he's hard. Very very hard. Sorry. Did you drink before the show? <laughs> no. I'm just in a weird mood today. I don't know what it is. He was camping this week. I was yeah, camping. He was camping. He's yeah. juiced up. <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the type of popcorn you put on top of the fire in a Jiffy pop, man. That's what it is? Know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that was just a thing or not. I don't think they had that in his campsite, though. <laughs> no, we had green beans. Oh. <laughs> Who'd you camp with, Joe? <laughs> Some of my buddies. Dog ear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dog ear campground uh, in in the pen. Dog ear in the pen. Mm. I don't even know what I'm the talking. About. Just stop me from talking. <laughs> Take me off the air. <laughs> Jeez, the hell am I talking? about? Take yourself about? off. When I know. You audio clip this. I've been thing. trying to. <laughs> Just sitting back here behind the curtain, you know, not doing much. The Wizard of Oz. Um, yeah. Wizard sleeve back here. Um, heads or tails. Heads or tails. <laughs> Who drives off the racetrack more this week? Me or Ricky Stenhouse Jr.? Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Ricky. Uh, yeah. Think so? Yes. Gosh, I, I, have, I paid you guys to say that. Can we get Ricky on the show? <laughs> okay. I love Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, I like Ricky too. Yeah. I don't, we don't even have a guest on the show. I know. Oh, I made the ask. I think uh, we, we, we had a guest. Bubba, but he was busy. Oh, yeah. We, we had, we we had, had a no guest. No, but like, you know. A real life one. You are such an eye racing <laughs> hater. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna, Dude, you better clip that. Yeah, well, <laughs> penis, 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 <laughs> penis. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> Let me give all the wavy arms so I know yeah. to cut that. All right. Um, no, man. Heads or tails? Hang on. Let, let me let me let me vet this before I say it. Um, was it Road America? Where was it that the fight, the fight uh, where the uh, – Oh, that was Canada. With, that was Canada. With John Hunter oh, right. and Kyle yeah, Custer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or Max Slappis where he got smacked Where was face. Max Slappis? That was that Canada, was too. Canada. It was the, that was the other Canada. Damn it. I was really hoping. No, was... same Canada. My sport. Oh, oh wait, I got it? it. Yeah. yeah. I've, got a, I've got a heads or tails. Heads or tails, 4th of July weekend, Road America, 
You have uh, the the Johnsonville sausage signs mm-hmm. on the track. Mm. Heads or tails? Sausage, Johnsonville sausage, Speedville, or why do you say sausage like that? Sausage. <laughs> How am I saying sausage? You're like grunting. Sausage. Because you went camping. I went camping. And all I can think about is sausages. Holes and sausages. Sausages. Sausages or hamburgers. For your favorite July 4th celebration. July 4th celebration. Got a good brats hard to beat, man. Let me tell you. Spicy mustard. Let me tell you what. My forefathers didn't die, so I'd have to choose between a damn hamburger and a hot dog. I'm going to eat both. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look like you've chosen either one of them. Mer- Merriman can point to you. Obviously, this is an audio podcast, so you can't see him. But uh, if you're in your local grocery store, Merriman can point you in the direction of those aisles because he is the general manager of said <laughs> grocery store. because I'm wearing khakis. Yeah. Uh, and a blue yeah. shirt. And a yeah. blue shirt. Tucked in, too. Well, you know. You look good. You have a new boss. So. <laughs> yeah, you got to look preventable for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last heads or tails. Falling apart. Do we all get fired after this episode? <laughs> or <laughs> not? Um, Only if they're listening to the raw version. Okay. Hey, this is a good one. <clears throat> July 4th weekend, Road America coming up. Uh-huh. Do we have fireworks on the racetrack and pit road or just on the racetrack? Uh, pit road's going to be tough because it's backwards pit stops. Yeah. So, we will see. I think it's going to be a fuel mileage race, too. Yeah. You're not going to have a racetrack this big and not have a fuel mileage race. But Yep. Because well, you're, you're not in jeopardy of going a lap down. If there's late race restarts, you're going to be on the racetrack, though. There's yeah. a lot of places to really Dude, the whole track, send they, somebody. I mean, they guys are off the track more than on the track there at the end of those races. So, that'll be interesting to watch. I'm hoping that we have that, both on, on pit road on the racetrack because I just had an idea for a highlight that we could do and I'm creating more work for us, but we could put all of the fireworks that happened to the 1812 overture. You know, like, bup, 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 bup. No, I don't. Uh-huh. I don't know what you're talking about. You see V for Vendetta? <sighs> no. I hope there's no fireworks on pit road. I hope just so. I hope, in and out. I hope I see Flora is boxing somebody. I'm not. I am not that passionate Are you a fighter? about it. No, not anymore. Not there. Have you gotten in a fight on pit road? Wait, maybe when I was younger and yeah. I was like, didn't realize that no one really cared enough to fight. Just there trying to pay for my mortgage. That's it. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to do with this show today. That's it. Do we I want, would, I, do if, we... if Corey was in a fight, I would, no, you know, the last time I was in a fight and I wasn't really in a fight is when Tony and Joey Logano got in a fight. Auto club? Yep, and I got there. I was working on the 14 car. Thank I'm like, you. where the hell's our car? So I walked down there, and then they're fighting. I'm like, I'm friends with Joey. I'm not getting in the middle of this. So I get there, and, like, the fight's over, and everybody leaves, and there was nobody. It was me with the car and Gibson. Old man Gibson was there. He said, oh, I'm too old and fat for this shit. <laughs> so he sat on the wall, and me... And a photographer and a fan pushed the car back to the truck because everybody left after the cameras left. There was nobody left. I'm like, is anybody going to – I should have just driven it back. should have. But, yeah. That was my first race working for NASCAR.com. And I was with Matt Dillner. And we went out – like, as, as soon as the race ended, like, we were, we had the choice. It's like, do you go down to Denny, who is at the far end of Not Pit as, Road? Was that when – is that when yeah. he crashed and, and hurt his back? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then – at the other end is where um, the fight was happening. So we had this moment, like, we're right there at the start-finish line. So it's like, well, I don't know which way to go. So which way did you go? We went and covered victory lane in the burnout. You know, the board. <laughs> it was a way oh. less of a walk. Yeah. Still one of the all-time greatest post-race interviews from Steve Burns oh, yeah. and Tony Stewart there. God, I love no, watching that. That was a gr- – like, that, that moment was one of the – like for that to be my first race for NASCAR.com, like that was an awesome race for that to be. So yeah, thanks Tony. Thank you. <laughs> Wraps it, it up. Thanks, Tony. Got Tony, everything I needed. Nobody knew he was going to do that. He never even said anything on the radio. We're just like oh, everybody's cheering. And that's we the way down there. it should be. Well, all our road crew guys had already gone back to the truck. But that's the way it should be. Well, the only thing that like Tony was going in that by himself, but he parked in front of the ten pit box, so all the ten guys were there when Danica was driving. So yeah. that's the only thing that really. Maybe he was hoping Danica would help with his ass. Yeah, he never even said. I'm well, like, where he uh, he didn't really have 
the reason I don't really know why he was so pissed off because he, really he blocked on him. a restart right yeah, blocked he, was, the he was just frustrated because he thought we had a car that could win and mm. it didn't work out what happens big time auto racing yeah true. yeah um should we just we roll? just wrap the show yeah have a good day guys and if we're all lucky there will be a fight and some fireworks on July 4th weekend here at Road America and that's another episode of Stacking Pennies hope we can break down some good old fashioned fights in America this weekend 